Hello and welcome to the Part-Time Sport Podcast. We're bowling strikes and talking sports documentaries. <laughs> well, they're our part-time job. <laughs> Thomas, and with me as always is Mr. Cal Monaghan. Hello, Cal. Hello, mate. Um, we've got a bowling documentary this week, Dill. We've got an ESPN 30 for 30. It's called The Bad Boy of Bowling. Um, I think everyone is going to recognise what we're talking about, and this is fantastic because it's a really short documentary, which is, yeah, <laughs> which is always is great. 30 for, for 30. 30 for 30 shorts. Yes, Get 30 into 30 them, shorts. Made for this generation. I don't know if they're available elsewhere, but over in Australia, we've got KO Sports, and that's it. That's great. But um, have you ever done any sort of bowling deal? That's what sort of me very first first thought when we were watching this. We we it was like always just when you were growing up, there was always kids' birthday parties at bowling yeah, great, yeah. alleys. Yeah, uh, you went and got the the big clown shoes. Yeah. you used the you know, kind of like assisted roller. Yeah. Um, you kind of then just went off. There was always video games there and you probably spent more time playing video oh, games classic. after you'd rolled like two balls. Um, played like the claw machine. Yeah. Uh, that was that was kind of the setup. Are you a, are you a, a bumpers out man? Look. Or are you still? I think it's probably about time now. I'm 32 turning 33 that I think we go without the little bumpers now. I think me and you have a certain responsibility at this age. That was your well. I've been without bumpers for a long time, but oh. that was going. That was your 2020 resolution, wasn't it? But then COVID, <laughs> COVID hit. Just you as I was to getting the call without the bumpers. <laughs> well, a lot of people have got their own COVID story, but I could have played without the bumpers. <laughs> COVID story. <laughs> If it wasn't for COVID, oh my God, I'd be getting those half strikes. I'd be smashing people, them out the bumpers. People, talk, people talking about their businesses. Yeah, and, crumbling. You know, yeah, I, I, I know what you your... mean. I know what you mean, mate. Yeah. I know what you mean. Yeah, <laughs> nodding. I liked it when you know when you were a kid as well. Like the the bowling alley from where I was, like was we had just one round the corner next to a cinema, and it was sort yeah. of like you know it was where you went for birthday birthday parties. But there was always be a little bar there, a load of fruit machines. So the dads, like usually after footy, you know, like when you've been there as a kid, yeah, the dads would then go for a little beer, be like, "I'll oh, let the kids just play on the, you know, the the, the, the arcade, yeah, and, in the lanes, yeah, get in the lanes, stuff like that." And then like there was, yeah, I've got, I was got loads of memories of the bowling alley around by ours, but not many of them playing bowling. <laughs> it was just like somewhere that you'd hang hang around. So yeah, it was it. Oh, it was, it was sort of a lot of good memories, a lot of like um, awkward like sort of transitions over, over there like where there'll be <laughs> it's where you would have went now if you were popular getting into high school like you go into the bowling alley type thing you know and you're like 14 and Jeez, like, oh, God. You, where you grew up sounds like an absolute hoot <laughs> man, you would have you would have <laughs> been did, did you grow up did you grow up in 1940s america <laughs> middle of, were you was there people skating around with burgers where you grew up <laughs> it was just like uh, back to the future there's like biff <laughs> Like yeah, it was exactly like that. Like just milkshake, just at the milk bar, stuff like that. Like there's no, <laughs> yeah. But the bowling alley was it was a hell of a scene, man. You would do, honestly, um, you would have been eaten alive. I reckon in those bowling alleys, like I I barely survived. <laughs> You're the tough guy of the duo. I am. Look, I I did run that bowling alley for a week and a half at some point. I reckon. Uh, oh god. I think I think. This this doco, so it's called the Bad Boy of Bowling. If I don't even know if we mentioned that, but 
it mm-hmm. is this i think cal is the reason that we started doing this podcast this documentary yeah me F- for one Absolutely. as you said it's a short so it's only 30 minutes <laughs> love that yeah uh, that's perfect but for us. it's an obscure sport no offense mm-hmm. to the bowlers out there and yeah this guy who's in it the main character pete weber is a character yeah yeah now it's before we get into it, before we get into all the juice about Pete and, and everything like that, got to give a shout out, Kel. Oh, of course. Max Newling. Max Newling. For recommending this one. He put it on our radars. Um, and you, people, like you said before, people will start to understand who this guy is and what it is about. They've probably seen a famous you know, YouTube yeah, clip that yeah. was, that's been doing the rounds. But before we get into that, your rating. Our rating, okay. Where have you put it? So what do we usually go? The the center being the, the top of the road, Tyson being the strange, like let's the bottom. Let's pretend that we've never seen that and, and never speak about it again. <laughs> Don't and, talk. Uh, Don't talk to, talk about it. Yeah. Yeah, I think like look for <laughs> A documentary that was under 30 minutes long. I don't know if we can compare yes. it to Senna. Yes. <laughs> Somehow. Go on. Um, I'm going to go, like, look, it was it was just made for us. I'm going to put it in a category of its own. <laughs> just over there where, like, that was just for us. I can't really put it amongst the serious ratings. So you're, so, you're saying, so you're saying it's above Senna? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Two very similar people. Spot. We've got Pete Webber. <laughs> I was thinking, you know, I was thinking before, like, we're trying to rate this and it's like the, you know, they do the split screen at the like Oscars or the Emmys <laughs> or whatever. And it's the two directors sitting there and there's the guy directed Senna, which is, you know, Try almost a be, two hour epic, yeah, you know, million dollar yeah, budgets yeah, and yeah. all this. And then there's this, this 30 for 30 short, oh, not man. even 30 for 30. It's like the indie one. And he sits there and <laughs> where we say he wins. Yeah, yeah. yeah with the Oscars. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I think, look, we can't really compare the two, but Pete Webber and it and Senna it's close. Is, uh, is close. It's close. It's close. <laughs> it's up there. If you look, genuinely, if you can find this one, go and go and watch this documentary. It's no time at all. And you, shall we? Shall we play the clip of why people would know who this guy yes, is? Yes. So play the clip. So this. So Pete Pete Webber is the bad is. boy of bowling, as the title suggests. So you already know it's going to be a sexy, <laughs> sexy thirty minutes. And you may know him through this clip. Strike to claim it. A strike to claim it. And he got it! That is why I did it! At number five! Are you kidding me? That's right! Who do you think you are? I am! Damn it, right! Cal, one of the greatest lines ever uttered on any sporting arena it's so funny it's so funny like everyone like would sort of uh, i assume everyone who listens to this has seen that or or heard it at least i'm pretty sure we've got it on our our instagram at the moment and one of our little uh, stories on our little posts there so go and have a look at it on that if you haven't seen that already but this is the guy who says who do you think you are i am when he's won a big bowling tournament and essentially that's where we culminate this documentary and so we'll get into a bit of the background about why he's so emotional at that point and also the the, the background of the web because this was the thing this is the thing so that went viral because everyone's like what is this guy on about he's a bowler yeah, he's wearing yeah. fucking shades yeah, uh, yeah like what is this and yeah. everyone's laughing it was on like espn's um they like those worst yeah, those, of the worst kind that's of thing. right that's what it was called yeah 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 um and and he, that's he was like number one in that and everyone's laughing at it but there is actually yes there is actually a backstory to it which is quite good i feel like for once this podcast and this is how far we've come are we providing some value 
you know, for the first time. There's no, don't, don't you dare. Don't you dare. You shut your mouth. How dare you? Don't give people so outrageous. <laughs> okay, bit, bit about Pete. So Pete, so jokes aside, Pete is one of the greatest bowlers ever. Yeah. Now, we're talking Homer on the Simpsons bowling the perfect game. Yeah. Pete's... Pete to those levels. Like, yeah, yeah. it's, you know, we compare it to pool, snooker, you know, darts. It's a type of sport where you could rock up and go, this guy's not going to be any good. And he will pants you. Yeah. He's, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's the best of the best. Oh, absolutely. But he was a highly, he's a highly emotional man. Look, Cal, I don't know if you picked this one up. He dropped out of school at 17 to bowl. So you'd hope he's, you'd hope he's good at it. Oh, man. I know. You're taking it, you know, like you want to drop out. Some people just like don't want to take part yeah. in the sport because there's no money involved I don't think I looked at his he's earned four million dollars over his career um, but since 79 to, so that's what nearly a 40 year career I suppose yeah four million dollars there's not much money in bowling um, and especially when there <laughs> we go hang on four million over four one. million yeah that's divided a, by 40 years not bad yeah there you I go I mean he's on a it's, on a it's not doing bad. he's doing a he's doing a fair he's probably got a few endorsements something that he loves as well like fair play to Pete and like, I, I don't want to start picking on him because he's a very emotional man as you've said <laughs> and he's a hero of yours and he's a personal hero of mine and of Ayrton Senna's as well he's a <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah like it was sort of interesting to see the popularity of bowling when just as his dad, Dick Webber, who we need to speak a bit about. Um, talk, talk, so pause there. Talk about Dick. So <laughs> about which? Talk, talk, talk to me about Dick. D- oh, Dick Webber. Tell me all about. Tell me all about the Dick. So all right. So Dick, Dick, and you know how I like my dicks a clean cut. <laughs> he's he's he, Dick Webber <laughs> was his champion. <laughs> Dick Webber was, um, so yeah, Pete Webber's dad. And he was like the the best bowler of the time, the biggest name in bowling, if you will. And um, yeah, he was, he got four US Open titles. He was the man to beat. And then his son, obviously, Pete, uh, took the reins in the early 80s. So um, that's really he wasn't the same. He wasn't the same, same, same like shade though, as his father was. He He was the polar opposites. Like I said, polar opposites. Would you, would you say, would you say, um, Dick was a hard man. Um, yeah, know? I don't know. He was a hard. He, he, he was, was a hard dick. Dick was. He looked like just the perfect role model for any family. Yes, him and his wife Juanita, Mister America. We'll get into yeah. Mister America. <laughs> Juanita. Juanita. Now, oh, actually, can we do that at this bit? We don't ask much of go our on. listeners. Go and Google what Juanita Weber looks like. You will not believe such it. Such a tangent. Such a tangent. Such a tangent. Now. There's got to be more to Dick. Has not got any any sort of dirt around him. Dick is the man that is like you're a, a role model Stop for the American family. Dick. I know, right? Enough. So Richard Weber is Mr. Weber. Mr. Weber is um, a great role model, and then there's Pete, his son, who is the bad boy of bowling. Let's try and get this back together. <laughs> So in in Mr. Webber's day, yes, bowling bowling was the number one show on TV Correct. for thirty five years. I think you mentioned that. So that was it was huge. Yes, which blew my mind. There was like they do a shot of like the crowd at a bowling mm-hmm. tournament, and they're like stacked to the rafters. Yep. It was actually mental. But Pete becomes the man, takes over from dad. He's not the clean cut guy. He kind of has a few booze problems. Yes. He gets suspended from the tour multiple times. Mm-hmm. Look, range of complaints, the normal stuff, Cal. Mm-hmm. Uh, lane conditions, which I know 
back at um, your local bowling yeah. alley, you were always on about the lane conditions. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. All of us were, yeah. And then walking off without finishing a frame, which for me is a cardinal sin. Um, <laughs> but then, you know, for, in 1999, it kind of culminates. He gets suspended uh, due to his drinking. Yeah, due to his uh, drinking. I think it's his fifth. His fifth suspension. It's his, he's done four trips to rehab. There's a great bit of the, well, not great. I mean, is it great? Mm. He's on a he's on a talk show, and they go, "Have you got a drinking problem?" Yeah, and he's like, "Well, you know, are you an alcoholic?" And he goes, uh, yeah. well, "Look, I, I'd say I am an alcoholic, but I want to I want to drink on my terms. Yeah, I'm not going to stop because quit. someone tells me to." Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. This gives us our first look outside of his exuberance that that Pete Pete's. Pete's a bit of a loose cannon. Yeah, and and the, what was interesting about this was that like the it got took off the air of of ABC in nineteen ninety seven bowling as like the as a sport that they would show regularly. Yes, and then it got bought out by three Microsoft executives in like two thousands. This is this is just after Dick after Pete. Dick. Oh God, just after Pete. Correct. After just Pete after Pete. Pete. Goes, comes back after his after his rehab type setup. Oh my and God. then Pete basically is the the guy who comes in who's bought it in and he's like a PR guy I suppose and I was like why yeah. why are we suspending this guy he's, he's box office like he's gonna get he's gonna modernise this game he's the one who's sort of he's effing and jeffing while he's getting strikes he's he's getting suspended left right and centre like he's the one that people want to see and so he basically goes do what you want on on the you know yeah. on the lanes and we're not gonna suspend him anymore green lights yeah. him and then his form picks up and then he starts winning again. And not only that, he invents the crotch chop. This is when the crotch chop comes into it, mate. This is, yeah, this is a which, signature which move. I think, look, I, I say made famous in a different way. Correct. It's obviously the I'll Degeneration agree. X in the wrestling, yes, thank you, you know, across chop. But you, you've actually got a story. You think it actually oh. wasn't coined by, by, Peter Weber, it yeah. was it was actually he's stolen this. I mean, this yeah. is actually groundbreaking for our podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is so something that's kind of breaking news. It's probably going to rock the bowling world. And oh we've, yeah, we've waited till about fifteen minutes in to, <laughs> to say it. Didn't lead with this, but like yeah. So when when I had um, speaker birthday parties in bowling, we had a wild eighth birthday for me, and um, we were went to the bowling alley with me and my cousin Joe, who many listeners will know. Um, Joseph, he's um, a popular guy. And he gets uh, probably a, a half strike on the at the bowling yeah. lanes. Doesn't take um, much for Joe. No, no, no. And like you'd expect no less of the of the lad. He turns around and does the suck it, you know, degeneration next to me, mum and dad, who was our competitors in the year. Uh, <laughs> so <laughs> he's seven so years what, old. What was the bowling alley? What's the bowling alley called? Uh, the mega bowl. The mega bowl the, in um, in at where? In Aintree. So yeah. so you're saying in back at your eighth birthday, mm. Pete Weber just happened to be on an international tour. Maybe, maybe, and just doing practicing through. in another lane, and obviously no one <laughs> recognised him because it's bowling. Yeah, and yeah, yeah, yeah. He's seen a young, a young Joseph. Yeah, Burn. Joseph Burns. He's given it, given it that. He's never, and Pete Weber's never seen WWF at the time. He has never heard of X Pac. <laughs> <laughs> he just sees a kid from Aintree doing it and goes, wow, that's got to catch up. If just, a man it, that's into bowling hasn't seen WWF, I'm, yeah, I'll be yeah. scratching my head, to be honest, because <laughs> they, they go hand in hand, I'd say. <laughs> but he's got so a few, he's got a few like, um, you know, trademarks up his sleeve, Pete. He's not, he's not a one trick pony. Like he's got the crotch yeah. chop. He's got the, uh, the sunglasses on, which can't, the two, the two thumbs that point towards yeah. him, which I've got a lot of respect for. 
And like, I would yeah. love to work that into my, if I get confidence enough one day. <laughs> You'd never, I can't, I cannot ever see you ever doing that because yeah. I'm sorry, Matt, just some people have got it and some people I know, can't. I know, and that's fine. You've got to accept that. Like it's, uh, some people are able to get the two thumbs and point towards them and sort of big themselves up. I just, so I just can't hard. see that. It's hard. It's hard. And I'll keep working but do towards it. Any, that. I think anyone, anyone can do it, but then to walk out of it with any respect <laughs> is such a tough <laughs> tough thing to do and that's what pete does that's what that's what p d w as he likes to oh, say that's, class. Uh, that's his nickname pdw likes to do yeah it's what he calls uh, himself pdw which i i love i've got loads of respect for that his sunglasses at the end that i saw they made an appearance towards like the end of his career yeah the, the sunglasses which yeah, are like those yeah. visors very very smart oh, so good. Very, very great he, he, he's such a he's such a um a maverick you can't, you can't dislike him. He, he lands in that category, deal for me, of the annoying, arrogant people who can back it up, which is just my favourite type of sports person. If you can back no, it but up. but he doesn't like fall in that category. Why? He doesn't fall in that category because you look at him and he looks like an absolute <laughs> dork. But then you talk to he him does. and you go like, oh man, this guy could snap my It's probably worth noting at the moment when we're saying like Peter's an emotional, highly yes. charged man. Look, I uh, don't mean to do stereotypes here. It's... Well, it is, it is our jam, mm-hmm. but, you know, sorry for doing it. Pete is 170 centimetres tall, five foot seven in the five old. Five seven. So, okay. you know, it's small man syndrome, okay. I'd say. Yeah, that explains a lot, doesn't it? That does a explain lot a lot. Small man it syndrome. Does. And yeah, it it's, does. He's very angry. He's, he's very, very angry. angry, very emotional. So, we've got... We've got Steve Miller, the executive from Nike that's been yes. brought in by the Microsoft exec. He green lights Pete. Pete's crotch chopping everywhere. Yeah. He's PDW and he's back, baby. Yeah. He's doing what he wants. He's he's high on life. Yeah. Um, he's bowling strikes, you know, snapping necks, cashing checks. <laughs> and then, you know, bowling's beating ice hockey in the TV ratings in 2004. It's going well. And then... <sighs> big... Big Daddy Dick Webber does. Oh, yeah, I knew this was coming. 2005. Um, ripe old age of 75, he was. Um, he, he was stiff in the coffin. <laughs> Daddy Dick, yeah. He um, they wept one more time. And, yeah, he was he was he was gone when he was 75, and it was just coming up to a tournament when Pete was about to compete to take... Was that when he was about to take over his dad's record? To equal... Nah, to, to equal? equal his dad's record of US oh, Open wins. Oh, and and how did, how did... I think Pete reacts. Oh, he reacts just as, reacts. Anyone, as anyone would react. I mean, he throws the phone against the wall and smashes it and then pulls out of the tournament the same day and says he can't go on. Um, which which was like completely... like Exactly what you would expect from Pete at this point. Oh, what, you, what you'd expect yeah. when, when Dick goes limp, like <laughs> that's that's the type of thing that it really, <laughs> really makes you upset. Oh. He overreacts. Oh, look, I'm, I'm going to say, look, no, no, your father dying is horrific Absolutely, and that's, yeah. but, but the man was 75, like Pete goes absolutely yeah, off the rails. I couldn't believe it. It's just completely unexpected. Re- res- I believe it. Like, mate, I mean- respiratory failure was it was was the uh, we we've done a bit of digging on this one, hence the Juanita, and the and the the reason that we know how Dick died. Um. So anyway, we moving on from from that bit. He then gets to the we then gets around the clip, the clip that we all know and love. The reason why it's so emotionally charged is that this yes. is the 69th U.S. Open. 
Um, yep. It's a few years later as well, actually. So it's like... He's obviously equaled like his dad's record. seven years point. later. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he's equaled US Open. He's come back. He's recovered. He's got a new phone. He's got a new... And yeah, now he's at this mm. this new, you know, this 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 US Open to pass his dad. Yeah. So yeah. big time. But he's it's in the big. big time and he's losing at the start of it. Um, was it was the Mike against Mike Fagan? No, Mike Fagan, who he's up against in the final. He's like losing in one of the semis. Oh, this is the um, semis, was it? And th- yeah, ah, you know, okay. oh, however they do it in bowling, yeah. they probably call it some crazy name. Either or. So the striker-rama session. He, it's all emotionally charged because he knows that he's got to win this one to pass his dad's record the four US Opens. And this is the genius we think of Pete Webber or what people are uh, insinuating. is All the crazy. All the crazy, whatever way you want to look at it, is that he picks somebody out in the crowd who he thinks has given him, in quotes, the stink eye. So... He targets all his energy against this one person in the crowd who's given... And keeps referring back there. They said it was a kid. (laughs) What, Joseph Burns? He's just like the guy. (laughs) Give him the crotch chop. (laughs) I did think, I did think, like, to myself, like, the guy who he's picking on in the crowd is going, I didn't do nothing. Like, what are you pointing at me for? Every time you you get a strike, I'm, I'm a fan of yours. He was just targeting all his energy into him, like because that's how he thrives. Basically, is that like he loves to be the bad boy, and that's how he performs. And um, yeah, it's basically that he he's losing in that game, and he turns it around, and obviously ends up winning that game. And that's how the um, who do you think um, you are? I am. You are. Quote, I am. Um, comes about. Uh, um, Mike. Mike Fagan, his opponent, just didn't stand a chance. Nah, did he? oh no, not at all, not at all. Mike Fagan just looked defeated, didn't oh, he? Do you reckon there's some scarred kid like walked out of that thought that Big Pete was just yelling at him? I think so. I, I, that would that would get you, wouldn't it? If you were just there to like support, you're just clapping and I'm like this this guy, this guy with these visor on, he's your hero. <laughs> Those two thumbs, two aggressive thumbs. Like yeah, I feel like no, I've I've had have nightmares about him. I saw the um. The bowling glove deal that really caught me attention. Yeah, but but I think I think that was actually a golf glove. It is with the hundred percent thumb and just with the cut th- off. thumb cut off. I thought exactly the same, like an FJ. I thought they would that. have had, yeah, foot joy. They would have had a. I thought they would have had a custom job going. Yeah, there, but yeah, yeah. Not, obviously, not obviously, the four million in forty years didn't. <laughs> no, no, didn't no. He's still it. doing it. He's still humble. He's still with his roots. He's still with his roots. Is Pete? But um, look, yeah, that's with the. I loved it. The whole documentary where it's sort of going towards, culminating towards that, it's such an easy watch. And also... Oh, so good. So good. Like it's, And then we've got now a bit of background about that clip, which is... Um, that clip, yeah, which, which gives you an appreciation, about. you know, as he's emotional about his father. It's all that. It's all, you know, he's the man of bowling. He's gone through his rough times. Yeah. So I think it's a, it is a lovely one to watch. Yeah. Cal, we've got... We, we've got honourable mentions. We could have done a whole episode on honourable mentions this is, because yeah, yeah. <laughs> so many. Um, this is this is. I'm going to go. I'll go first one. I'll just a quote that I've pulled out that he says. Um, when I think someone's challenging him, mm-hmm. I'll try and like fire him up. Yeah. Um, this is this is my place of work. Don't fuck with me in my place <laughs> of work, which. Which I've heard you say um, many times in your workplace. But when we're doing this podcast, um, you've said that. <laughs> you say it to before me. the recording. <laughs> when I ask you, like, "Oh, Cal, do you reckon you could, mate? Don't, don't fuck Not with a me." Not deal. No, no room for jokes on this. No room for jokes. Uh, no, th- as you said, like this is a, an episode just 
basically it's all we've done well to get you know 25 minutes out of this this is an episode of honorable mentions basically and uh, give us one i love the the trophy is an american eagle trophy it's such an american oh, yeah, pastime this whole yeah, sport. Yeah, yeah. US Open. <laughs> yeah. 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 He's kissing the, the, the bald eagle, isn't he, on the trophy, just like at the end going, yeah. yeah. He's, he's loving it. His lovely wife, Tracy, as well, which we haven't mentioned yet. Like, yes. lovely, lovely woman. What an angel. Oh, what an angel. Like, what um, up with that? I, I liked, um, uh, this confused me. At the end, it said he retired the crotch chop. So obviously, Joe's, Joe Burns' lawyers have, have got the better it's of him eventually. Um, <laughs> it's gone through litigation and gone to the high courts and it's been been done. So he's, he's, Joe's forced him yes. to create a new move in 2015. Yeah. Now, in the actual documentary, it's right at the end and it doesn't really show you him doing anything. Oh. So, But maybe now that I think about it, that might have been the final revenge from Joseph. It might have been him saying... Yes. Yeah, you've got to create a new move, but you could never allow it to be re-recorded yeah. on film. No, maybe, um, maybe. Because the, the only thing that it sort of did, it was like this big reveal at the end of the documentary, which was weird. You're like, okay, well, let's see what the new move is. And he just sort of kneels down. Is that what that yeah. was? Or maybe he's gen, maybe he's like gen reflecting to Joe, like he's kneeling down before Joe. Just going, you are now you, out of respect. You've won you this, are the king. You've won this forty-year battle. <laughs> you, whatever. You and your half strikes, <laughs> the king. You can take my four million. No, that was well another done. honorable mention for me. I was very confused. I was left confused at the end. I was like, yeah, okay, this is the big end. And then it was like, oh yeah, then it's done. But um, no, have I'm, you got another? Have you got another I think one? That's about. Like I've got, I've got so. Ah, uh, nah, but, come on, um, come on, half an eyebrow, half an eyebrow. He's got a half an I eyebrow. I, I yeah, noticed that Pete. Pete seems he also seems to have black teeth. Black teeth, half an eyebrow. <laughs> um, um, yeah, that. Yeah, he, he was just. Um, he, he's one of the people that you know. Have you ever met people where you just want to sketch them? You're just like you'd love to. Can you just hold? <laughs> can you just hold still? As I sketch it, one face. eyebrow, uh, visors, black teeth, uh, um, and yeah, and Dick's wife Juanita, his mother Juanita, just Juanita. sitting there in the background. Oh, Google Juanita, who's that's doesn't doesn't not a drop of Spanish blood in her. Juanita, <laughs> I know, anyway. I know. That's what it's about. She's the Middle America. Thing. That's the mad thing about it. Look, let's go. Should we, uh, should we do yeah. the features? Yeah, let's get into the features. Kel, I don't know if this is a uh, look. It's a result of this documentary only being thirty minutes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I, I know, I don't want to. I don't want to go early. But I think we could have our second, only second ever triumvirate winner. The holy of triumvirate. our features, absolutely. The holy triumvirate, which is, of course, as, as everyone will know, has been won by the yeah, great you John don't need Daly. To tell, you don't need to. To tell everyone else that John <laughs> we've got a theme we've got a theme here. I know I know so like I think middle, so, middle American middle American alcoholics <laughs> I know is that our soft spot oh my god oh, yeah yes. it literally is so yeah if, for anyone who hasn't listened before we've got employee of the week we've got performance plan and we've got Friday drinks we award these every week those are our three and yep. um, oh Pete Webber let's let's not dance around to Pete PDW PDW is just fits the bill for each one of them because yeah he is the employee of the week because he's the only bloody character in the whole thing. <laughs> well, we were gonna put we were gonna put Dick on a performance plan for dying. Yeah, that seems harsh now in retrospect. Same rough. In a, yeah, but and especially because the amount 
of jokes that we've said against his name in this episode. But <laughs> Pete, Pete deserves to be on a performance plan as well for his behaviour. Um, we'll, we'll be going for Friday drinks. We'll be obviously having it um, at Inane Tree yeah. at the Mega Bowl. Yeah, that's class, yeah. Um, the little, there's like a- Oh, hang on. Oh, no, no, wait. Check with Joe. That might be another part of the legal fine print that <laughs> Pete, Pete can never step foot in the Inane Tree <laughs> Mega Bowl. Ever again. He's not within, allowed within five feet of Joe Birds. Not anymore. Not anymore. And the Mega Bowl. And he's always there, Joe. Joe. He's still hanging around, isn't he? Um, do you reckon if so if it is though in a bowling alley can we have like a bit of a party atmosphere on that you know like the uh, like those well, like kids club anthems like that are on um, fluorescent don't lights don't say kids we don't need the kids there god filthy Sigurdsson over here but um, uh, well no but John Daly will have to be there yeah, he has to be yeah. there as the other triumvirate winner and I, I would be nice. if, if they haven't met could you imagine if they haven't met we're the ones to introduce oh, Pete John. And, be and they've both got the same golf glove on, but one of them's got like a thumb cut off. <laughs> Imagine that. And it'll be awkward. John's probably as wide as Pete is tall. Yeah. And like they're both like sort of, can we call them both alcoholics? But they're not. They, oh, yeah, yeah, of course So they'll be trying to oh, drink each other can. under the table. Yeah, yeah. I don't think John will be too happy <laughs> about this. You'd probably have to let him know ahead of time. Um, But it'll be a fun Friday drinks, man. That's for sure. Like I'll be, I'll be really up for this one. If we can organise it, if anyone knows their people, so so it's so you've had your eighth birthday there, and we're going to have one of your thirty something birthdays and, and there. Do we ask Joe Burns this one as well? Try and just reconcile the. He difference. can't though. They he can't be in the same room. <laughs> Peter loses. Yeah, exactly. Who do you think you are? <laughs> you are. Ah, uh, yeah. Uh, Cal finishes off what have you got for us well, look just everyone thanks again for listening um, please follow us on Instagram we post a little bit of content on there have a read of Dylan's reviews every every episode we do a review of the documentary a written one it's on Instagram we've got clips um, and any suggestions that you've got for any future um, documentaries that we should review like Max Newland did um, just put it in to the website and I, I thought Dil do we ask for do we start asking for those four star reviews anymore, or do we? Are we now a five star? We're a four star. We're never. We're nowhere near. No. no. If anything, we're a three okay. star. Um, three star reviews. So, <laughs> to what are we? Twenty seven episodes in or something like that. We went down a star rating. That's fine. Yeah, yeah, I, I, that's that's okay. fair after today's episode as well. Like we've actually reverted to dick jokes <laughs> on the twenty seven. Yeah, episode. and we've spoken. We've spoken for longer than the documentary actually <laughs> yeah, went for. We are. We have reminiscing, Go and watch reminiscing it. about your childhood. Yeah, don't listen to this. If you're this far, actually, you've wasted your time. Just go and watch it instead. It was, it's a lot easier. You could have spent this time <laughs> watching the documentary. But until next time, please do stay part time. Stop, stop saying dick. <laughs>